Welcome to the Moses Lake Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. This episode is a message brought to our church by one of the men of Moses Lake Baptist Church. We hope that it is a blessing to you, and we would love to hear how God used it in your life. We are in Psalm 119, and, uh, and I, I'm, I'm excited to be preaching tonight, and Pastor let me know that he wanted me to preach, and uh, if... if if pastor wants me to preach, I'm willing to preach. And so, uh, and I'm, I'm here to be a help to him and to kind of uh, just to serve in the ministry wherever God would have me and whatever he has me to do. And uh, I get to do a lot with the youth and, uh, and media and things like that. Uh, and um, occasionally he will allow me to get up here and preach. And uh, whenever that happens, I'm glad he does allow me to do that. Uh, so we're going to be in Psalm 118, verse number 10. I'm still fooling around with this thing. <laughs> right. it's, it's new. Um, there it is, I think. Whatever. Okay, there it is. All right, uh, Psalm 119, verse number 10. If you would stand with me, we're going to read uh, in verse number 10 and then uh, and down to verse number 12. It says, With my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. Some awesome, awesome verses, probably verses that you have memorized. And if you don't memorize them, they're wonderful verses uh, to, to know and to, to think about and to uh, continue to hear. Uh, and I, tonight, as I, as I preach through them and we study them tonight, I hope that we'll get some uh, more understanding and more encouragement and challenge from, from these few verses here. Uh, and so let's go ahead and pray, and then I'll jump right into the message for tonight. Heavenly Father, thank you for the day. Thank you for uh, your people being here tonight, and I thank you that we have your word. It's so precious, God. It's so, it's so powerful, and it's needed uh, in our lives. I pray that we would, um, that we would listen to the, um, the challenge that's given here in, this ver- in these verses and just the, uh, the testimony of the psalmist as he wrote. Uh, God, I pray that we would just uh, fall in love with your word and allow it to, to, to change our lives and that we would submit to it. God, I pray that tonight you'd use me as I preach, that I'd say the right things, and uh, Lord, that your spirit would work in, in each and every one of us that are here tonight, and, uh, and anybody that may be watching. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You may be seated. Uh, tonight, I want to consider some great truths and, uh, that are here in, in these verses about the Word of God uh, and, and its relation to our heart. Uh, it, it's the precious Word of God that brings conviction, uh, and, and, it's, and it changes our lives. Uh, we need Christians today whose hearts are totally filled with the Word of God. Uh, and because of His Word and its place in our hearts, I want to preach on this, hiding God's Word in our heart. Uh, and straight from the text, I hid in mine heart right there. Thy Word have I hid in mine heart. And, uh, and so uh, in verse number 10, we see uh, we're going to go verse by verse. And the first verse we're going to look at uh, is verse number 10. And we're going to see the submission of the heart. It says this in verse 10. Um, it says, with... It says uh, in verse, here it is, uh, verse number 10, uh, with my whole heart have I sought thee, O let me not wander from thy commandments. The submission of the heart. And uh, the, the psalmist is writing uh, this as a, as a prayer to God, and he, he is, he's sharing what has personally taken place in his own life. Uh, and when the submission is taking place of, of the heart, uh, we're going to see three different things. The, the heart, first of all, is consumed. 
is consumed. Uh, like we learned about, uh, learned about several years ago, uh, two years ago, with our theme consumed, uh, with loving God, loving others, this is exactly what uh, the, the psalmist is trying to get across here. Uh, this is what, uh, we're, what is, we're being challenged with uh, as, as uh, we look at this, these verses. The psalmist did not speak of a half-hearted, half-hearted effort. He was not seeking uh, to follow the Lord only a por- portion of the way, or half, or halfway, uh, he was determined to follow the Lord and seek after Him with his whole heart, and uh, and so th- this shows that he was consumed with a desire for the Lord and His Word. That phrase "whole heart" has the idea of the inner man, the 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 mind, the will, the heart, the understanding, everything, all that that he is and. Uh, all that we are, uh, that, that's, it's with my whole heart, with everything that I am, uh, I, I have sought thee. He sought the Lord with his whole heart. And this brings us to a very challenging thought. We all know that we are to seek the Lord with our whole heart, with all of our heart, our soul, and our mind, and our strength. But if he isn't Lord of all of our lives, uh, he really isn't Lord of our lives. If he doesn't have all of us, He's not Lord of our lives. And, um, and so we, 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 think, we, we know that. I think we know that. Uh, and I think we'd all agree with that. But do we live our lives according to that truth? Are we really sold out to the Lord? Are His word and His way a priority? Um, and I, I, wonder, um, I wonder if you're anything like me, Actually, I wonder if, what would happen around Moses Lake Baptist Church and what would have happened in this town and, and the people that we interact with if just a few of us here at Moses Lake Baptist Church would seek the Lord with our whole heart, with literally all of our being. And then, then continue to do that. You might say, be steadfast, you know. Uh, and uh, I, I assure you, we'd see a change for the better. Uh, if you're anything like me, and you might get a really, really fired up after a message like what we heard this morning, and you might be so excited and you soaking it all up and just, just excited about what you just heard in the Word of God and about uh, what, what you're going to do for the Lord and, what, uh, and how, how God is working in your life. And then Monday or Tuesday rolls around and you start, things start to filter into your life that, and you get maybe distracted or consumed with something else. And really that, that maybe that fire starts to go out and you start to be you just, you're, you're just start to be consumed with something else in our life. And, and we aren't going, going uh, if you're anything like me, we're going to talk about something here, here in a second uh, that, that is that will really help us, uh, that really will apply to, to, to us, that we can, uh, that is very necessary to keep your heart consumed with seeking God. Uh, and so when submission is taking place, uh, we, we see that our heart is consumed. But not only is our heart consumed, but our heart's committed. Our heart is committed. It says, with my whole heart have I sought thee. Here, the, here's another thought. The psalmist actually desired the Lord. Uh, he actually wanted fellowship with him. He genuine, genuinely desired to follow the ways of God. He wanted to be with the Lord. He wanted to, 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 to fellowship with him. And he was committed to, to gaining the wisdom of God. And then not only having his wisdom, but applying it to his life. Uh, and so um, uh, how long has it been since you were determined to experience worship and enjoy a close relationship with Christ? 
Uh, How long has it been since you really desired the Lord? And how long has it been since you sought him with your whole heart? Uh, That's what the psalmist is referring to here. This involves the commitment to seek the Lord and experience him in a way that's not hindered and it's not distracted. Uh, So his whole heart's committed. Everything that he is, is committed to the Lord. And the last thing I want to see, when submission is taking place, uh, the, the heart is concerned. And we see this in the last part of the verse. It says, oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. You can just see the concern here. He's concerned that he doesn't want to leave where he's at. He doesn't want to leave the, the, where his, the, the place where he's at of just consumed with, man, God is amazing. God is so good to me. God's word uh, is, 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 is powerful and at work in my life. No, don't let me wander from there. And, uh, and so let me not wander from my, thy commandments. Uh, he, he, he is a concern for his life being pleasing to the Lord. Uh, he, he sought the Lord uh, that his life would remain close and that his walk would not be led astray. Uh, to wander here, it speaks of going astray, uh, to err or to co- commit sin and ignorance. Um, and he was actually pleading with God to guide his life and to, then to pre- pre- prevent him from wandering uh, from his commandments. Like the song it talk, goes, eh, pr- prone to wander, Lord, I feel it, and prone to leave the God I love. And uh, that's, that's, a, a, that's, that's a place where, like the psalmist is saying, I, I'm concerned that I want, I, I want the, my concern is such that I want to stay here. I don't want to wander away. So here's another profound truth. This passage has really worked in my life and, uh, and worked in my heart, especially as I've been studying through it. Uh, we need that same concern for our lives and those around us. Many have thrown caution to the wind and have decided to live life as they, want to, as they please. They, they never stop to pray and seek God's wisdom. Uh, there is really little or no concern for what God wants and really what, uh, for, for what, what is pleasing to the Lord. Uh, most go through life seeking pleasure or prosperity or, or what riches or whatever, whatever the case may be, but few have a, a desire for the ways of God or concern of how their lives would be pleasing to Him. And that's not a good place to be. And I, we, we should have this Concern that the psalmist is talking about. Hey, let, let me, oh, let me not wander from thy commandments, God. I'm concerned that I want to stay close to you, uh, and and so this is a great uh, a great challenge here that uh, that we see that submission of the heart. And then, secondly, we see uh, we see what is secured in the heart. What is secured in the heart? Uh, and uh, and this is where we'll spend the majority of, of, our, of our time here tonight. It's, it says in verse 11, the, Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. How many of you guys have that verse memorized? It's a great verse. Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. Let's take this favorite verse to many and break it up in just a few key phrases. In thy word have I hid in mine heart, and then the last part, that I might not sin against thee. Uh, we see thy word. Uh, the, the, uh, the word that the psalmist is referring to here is the revelation of God and his written word. And uh, it, at that time, primarily it would be the Torah, or uh, the books of Moses, uh, but also the writings of the prophets and, and, uh, that, and, uh, of the, that, were sent to, that God sent to Israel. And you could see this in the way he piles up some familiar words. And in 
if you look around the context and those verses that surround uh, these, he talks about uh, in verse number 10, Oh, let me not wander from, from thy commandments. Uh, and in verse 12, Blessed art thou, O God, teach me thy statutes. Another word there. Uh, and in verse 13, With my lips have I declared all the judgments of thy mouth. In verse 14, it says, I have uh, rejoiced in the, in the way of thy testimonies. In verse 15, uh, I will meditate in thy precepts. Uh, these words, commandments, statutes, judgments, uh, testimonies, and precepts, they're all uh, words that, we, that would, the Bible uses to refer to the written word of God. And especially the books of Moses. But really, it's implying all of God's revealed written words. And today we would say the word, thy word right here is referring to the Bible in its entirety. Thy word, uh, that, that is the, the, uh, the word that I have hidden in my heart right there that, that he's talking about. He's talking about God's written word. And so it's important to understand as we continue on. And it says, uh, if, let's look at the other phrase, in mine heart. Uh, in my heart, the, the point here is mainly to say inside of me. Not just on pages that are outside of me. Many of you are holding a book, uh, the, the Bible in your hand there. And, uh, and the psalmist isn't saying, I have these words and I have them in my possession. And, um, and the, the words of God are not just kept in writing for the psalmist to consult outside of himself. Uh, they are kept for consulting inside of him, inside his heart. And... Uh, the, the heart in the Old Testament is a place of both thinking and feeling. And so these words of God are being treasured in a place where they can uh, be thought about and felt and some, in a very special place. We have the completed, we have the infallible, inspired word of God. And today, and it's, and the availability of it is far greater than it was thousands of years ago. I mean, uh, Dan... I believe Dan on Thursday got to list, re-listen to his lesson. I was, I was downstairs with the teens. Uh, he talked about how he has uh, he had seven bi- probably seven Bibles, and, and many of you are, are probably can locate in your house uh, several different Bibles. And uh, I know uh, probably the lost and found in Lancaster Baptist Church back when I was growing up has has more of my Bibles than I do. Uh, but uh, the the um, I mean I have many Bibles still at home uh, and. And, and many of us are sitting here today and have, have one in the seat in front of us and one, one in our, our, our hands there. And just the, the words of God on sheets of paper that are, are bound together and, and, and that we get to, to carry with us wherever we go. But not only that, I mean, in the day and age we live in, uh, we have it on our tablets, have it on our phones and just on our computers. Just in, in, in that we could search it and just type in a word and it pulls up every single uh, place that, that, that it comes in in, in God's word. Uh, just so awesome. And we, we have the availability like no one's ever had before. But just because we have the availability of the word of God does not mean we should uh, neglect the instruction to hide his word. Where? In our hearts. And it is so important that we don't neglect that because we're going we're gonna to find out here in a second when we talk about what it means to hide his word, it, it, it makes a big difference. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's, it's the way we treat his word and what we do with it is what makes the difference when it comes to us facing temptation. And, uh, and so, uh, so the, the psalmist is saying, I, I have God's word. Hide God's word in our hearts. So let's look at that. I, I kind of took him out of order a little bit, but have I hid, it talks about. Uh, Thy word have I hid in my heart. Finally, take that middle phrase, and, and uh, thy word have I hid in my heart. 
How do you know the word of God is hid in your heart? Or how do you hide God's word in your heart? Uh, have I hid? This phrase, it has a deep meaning. And, uh, and let's think about it for a second. It's not just having the word stored, although that's a portion of it. Nor is it just valuing God's word. Both are crucial. Both together. We, we value the word and therefore we have it stored in our hearts. God's word was stored. Uh, and God's word it, it was not unfamiliar to the psalmist. He had studied it. He had meditated upon it. He had memorized it. Um, and, and let me say this again. You can too. You, you may doubt that you can do this. I mean, especially maybe if you might say, well, you know, my brain's not the way it used to be when I was a kid. And I, I did this when I was in Awana growing up or when in my youth group we memorized verses. But, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a teenager anymore. And, uh, and, but, you know, you could do it. But ask yourself this question. If I offered you $1,000 for every verse you memorized over the next week, I would dare say that many of you would come back with multiple verses memorized. Uh, and uh, probably more than, more than you think you could do. And, and uh, I mean, and I, I, we, would, we would see you back here, and you guys would be expecting a lot of cash. And so uh, the real value of God's word, what's that? Motivation. Yeah, motivation right there. And so Psalm, but let me tell you a verse. God says in his word, uh, in Psalm 19, uh, verse number 10, uh, more to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey in the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is the servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. The real value of God's word is far greater than $1,000 a verse. And the question is, do you believe that? Believing this will then be the crucial motivation you need. And, and nor is the task beneath you. Uh, only for children. The, 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 Lord, um, the Lord actually was quoted, quote, quoted verses when he was being tempted in the wilderness. And it, by heart, he, and we know this because we can see that. Uh, see what, exactly what he did. He quoted uh, the word of God verbatim. And, uh, and so, um, jumped around here, my notes here. Um, but, so you can do it. Uh, and it, it says, but I, have I hid in my heart? And many focus upon the memorization of Scripture when referring to this verse. And there is definitely an, uh, an application for that. And on the back table, I've got, I've got some handouts that just have, I think, 14 or 15 verses that are, that are there. Uh, that I challenge you to, if you don't have them memorized, memorize them. And they're, they're verses when, uh, that you can, you can have in your, in, in your heart when facing temptation. And there are awesome verses to have memorized. And if you have all those memorized, memorize some different one. Uh, and, and just keep memorizing the Word of God. Don't, don't make it a habit to have some, some verse in God's Word that you are actively trying to, to, uh, to meditate upon and, and re- recall uh, to your mind. And, and work on that. Uh, and there, uh, but have I hid in, in my heart? It, it means more than being stored. Many only focus upon the memorization of Scripture when referring to this verse. Uh, and there is definitely the application. But it has more than just, memoriz- just memorization. There are a lot of people who can quote Scripture. And there are lost people who know the Bible better than uh, many who attend uh, church on a regular basis. 
And I, I, know, I know that to be true, that there are people out there that, that, that would, wouldn't step, step foot in, our, uh, in a church, and yet they, they know the Word of God by, by, by memory. And, uh, and so, uh, have I hid means I have treasured. I, I, have, I have valued, and I recognize what I have here, and it has eternal value. You know, the value of it is it's, it won't depreciate. It is eternal, and it's, it can't, the value can't be estimated. It is extremely valuable. And have I hid, it means I've treasured. And back before there were banks, if you had something valuable, what you did with it is you hid it. You hit it in a place that you could access it, and that uh, that, that nobody would steal it, and um, and uh, and so you could have it when you needed it. And spending, uh, when I grew up, uh, I grew up I spent spent a lot a lot of time with my my friend Mark, and uh, we we did all kinds of stuff together, and we were always at one of one of the other's houses, and just uh, really had an awesome time with him. But I seemed to be around when everything everything wrong took place as well, and uh, it just like. I, 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 Dr. R is, is he's the he's vice president of the college. He, that's it's his dad, and uh, he would use this. He talk about this illustration, and I'd be like, I was there for that. And, uh, and you know, he he was talking about this time uh, where where well, I'll just tell you from my perspective because I I know it better that way. Because uh, I, I was over at his house, and we we went into his backyard, and he has this he had this backyard. You know, every square inch of it was you know either concrete or, uh, or, or grass or trees, you know, it was, it was nicely manicured and, and whatnot. We, we, we walked into his backyard, and the grass was in a big pile, and, and dirt was on top of that, and then there was, it was getting, the, the hole that was in the ground was getting bigger and bigger, and uh, what, there was, the, the, there was two, two, two guys, I think, that were in the hole uh, trying to dig this massive hole, and we're like, what is going on? Or, well, I was like, what's going on? Mark knew, uh, and and, and they explained that, you know, we're big, digging for treasure. We're digging for treasure. And like, what? No, we, we, we're digging for gold. And I'm like, what? You're digging for gold in your backyard? And uh, what actually ended up happening was uh, they, they uh, Mrs., Mrs. Rasmussen ended up uh, burying, uh, burying some gold that was given to them and, uh, in their backyard. And what happened is they forgot where they buried it. And and they had, they were digging holes in their backyard all over the place and uh, and the, I'm, let me tell you it was there were big holes they were digging underneath the concrete and they were they, they were like pulling dirt from underneath the concrete maybe I hid it under here and Mrs. Raston was like 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 racking her brain maybe I hid it here and for a whole day they were excavating their backyard and they eventually found it found it and it was it was an ordeal that me and Mark got to play in the holes and got to have a good time there uh, and but for, for a moment there they were they were pretty worried that they had lost this treasure uh, this gold and uh, you know sometimes we're like that uh, we, we, we hide God's word in our heart, but we don't, we don't treat it with the value that it should have. Uh, or we, we really, we memorize God's word, and uh, it's like, okay, I, like, a memor- like just a, I have a memory sheet, and I'm memorizing this verse, and, and, uh, and all right, it's in there, and I forget about it, and I don't think about it again. And, uh, and we, we, we misplace, uh, you might say, uh, the, the, the word of God. And, uh, you know, it's... What it should be, don't be like that. Memorize God's word and memorize it. It should be valued. It should be recalled to memory. It should be meditated upon. And, you know, we all have things stored in our brain, probably that we don't want stored in our brain. Uh, I, I, can, I can give you a long list of, of kids' songs, probably, of, of, of uh, toddler 
uh, nursery rhymes and whatnot that, that honestly, if I never heard them again, I'd be happy. And, uh, and you know, we, we have many things stored in our brain, and God's word shouldn't just be one of, another one of those things. It, it should be very important to us. It should be valued, treasured. And hiding God's word in our heart involves more than just knowledge of Scripture. It moves from the head to the heart. This is speaking of allowing God's word to transform our lives. It's learning the word and then, this is the big thing, submitting to it. If, if you're going to hide God's word in your heart, you must be obedient to it. Uh, have you considered lately the treasure that we have in this blessed book? We have a copy of the word of God. These aren't my words. Uh, they aren't man's words. This is God's words. We have the very heart and mind of God revealed to man. And he has revealed himself so that we might know him. He has given us his word so that we might receive the gospel and then come to salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. All of that you possess, all that you possess, excuse me, is, is nothing compared to the word of God. And, and, it is, it, nothing, and nothing is greater than the word of God. And so... Uh, the, we see next the purpose, the purpose, the reason we, we would, we would uh, want to have God's word in our heart is from one of the many reasons, I guess you might say, is that I might not sin against thee. We see that in the last part of the verse, that I might not sin against thee. This goes hand in hand with the last verse where we saw a, person, a, a psalmist very concerned uh, and uh, a concern for his life being pleasing to God, knowing that sin grieves the Holy Spirit. So the psalmist knew as long as God's word was truly hidden in his heart, he would not sin against God. As long as God's word was leading him, his path would be straight. Uh, Now, this does not mean and imply that we can reach a certain point where we are now above sin. And when... uh, but when we hide God's word in our hearts, it does help us. Pre- it does help prevent uh, sin in our lives. When our passion and our focus is the word of God, we will not seek the, to please the flesh. Uh, we are, if we are busy hiding God's word in our hearts, we will be much less likely to sin. And I challenge you to hide God's word in your heart. And if you're struggling, if you're uh, if you're giving in to temptation and sin. D- d- does it seem uh, that you've wandered off the path uh, God has for your life? If so, are you hiding God's word in your heart? Are you allowing his word to direct your path? Without obedience to God's word, sin will develop. And it's such an important portion of scripture that we would hide God's word in our hearts so that we might not sin against him. And, uh, and then lastly, we're going to see tonight, uh, we saw the submission of the heart what is secured in the heart, and then lastly, we'll see the substance of the heart. In verse number 12, it says, Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. In this verse, it reveals the contents of the psalmist's heart. Notice what his heart then declares. He says this. We see this. We see, number one, praise. We see praise. Uh, He says, Blessed art thou, O Lord. Blessed art thou. Uh, As he thought about the Lord and his precious word that he had possession of, uh, praise built in his heart. And he knew that, that God had blessed him abundantly and he, could, he couldn't help but praise him. His heart was overwhelmed with praise. And, he, and as I consider all that the Lord has done for me, I can't help but praise him either. Just take a moment 
right now and consider all that he has done for us. He has provided means for our salvation. He has given us his word. He has gone away to prepare a place for us. And he, he will, uh, he, he, uh, we will one day, all the redeemed spend eternity with him uh, in his presence. And how could we not praise him? How, I mean, if, if your reaction to all of that is to not praise him, what's wrong? We, we need to praise him for all that he has done. Uh, and we see the psalmist declaring that. There he, he says, uh, pray, blessed art thou, O God, uh, or, or blessed art thou, O Lord. And then nextly, last, we see uh, what, what is in his heart. We see prayer. Uh, blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. The psalmist's life had been consumed, as we've seen, uh, with a love and a concern for the word. Uh, he had hidden God's word in his heart, and he, 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 he praised the Lord for all the blessings he had received. And then he closes with a prayer unto the Lord, to, asking God to teach him, teach him thy, his statutes. Teach me thy statutes. Uh, that should be our prayer as well. Uh, we ought to seek God and ask him to teach us more of him. Do you realize... I mean, the psalmist, he's asking for more. He wasn't content with where he was at. You know, there would, he could have been like, okay, well, this is great. I'm glad I'm here. And ended it there. Uh, and, but no, he, he said, God, teach me more. I want more of you. I, I want a closer relationship with you. Te- teach me more about you. Bring me closer to you. And uh, I-, I want to walk in his path. Discover his glory. Teach, teach us thy statutes is the, is the point he's getting there. Uh, and-, and so we see, that we see this. The substance of the heart is, is, is the praise that's overwhelming and the prayer to, unto God, just asking God to, for, for, to get closer, for, for more. And, uh, you know, another verse I want to bring up that is, if you go back to verse 9 in the same passage, it, you know, this is, this is an awesome thing, that just a, something, something that we can rejoice in because we often get to this point uh, in our lives, and I'll explain in a second. It says, verse number 9, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word? Taking heed, to, uh, taking heed thereto according to thy word. You know, I, I like the fact that it says there, that wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? It, it's implying this, that, you know, we're, we're going to get to a point sometime where we probably are in a point, been in a point many times in your life, and, I mean, that where you needed to be cleansed. There was, there was something that needed to happen between you and God, that, that you needed, uh, you needed your, there, was, there was sin in your life. And, and I love the fact that, hey, there is hope for you. There's hope, and it, you, there is hope for, for, for someone that, is in, 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 that needs cleansing. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, we're, me, and, me and my wife, we're going through a, a kitchen remodel, and uh, we're, doing, we're doing some work on our house, and, and, uh, and I keep making a mess. And I'm telling you, it is, it is an ongoing process, and, uh, it, and ever, I, I was talking to Dustin, ever-evolving process. We're like, oh, we should do that now, you know. And uh, uh, right now we're in the, the, the drywall uh, portion of, of the, the remodel, and so... Uh, as you know, as you know, if you've ever done anything with drywall, it it is messy. 
uh, it is very messy. And uh, you create a lot of dust, and there, if you look over any surface, you just wipe your finger, and it's covered. And, uh, and so uh, I really don't like this point in the process, and I'm hoping to be at some point uh, where the kitchen is finished, and some, someday in the future. And, but you know what gives us hope? And as we think about we're talking about what we're doing and, and where we're going, is when we're, when we're standing there in the middle of a mess, a disaster that I've created, uh, we're, we're, what gives us hope is thinking about, you know, we could change this. There, there is hope. All we have to do is, you know, clean up a little bit and then finish this project. And, you know, there is hope for the future. You know, there, it, it doesn't have to stay this way. You know, that would be a bummer, you know, if, if it had to stay that way, I, the way I've created it at this point. And, and, but, no, there's hope. There's hope for, for change in the future. And uh, here the, the, the psalmist, I think, is just really just showing that. The wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word. Uh, that's exciting. Uh, and we, we, if, if, if your life needs cleaning up, there is hope. And wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way, I already said it, by taking heed thereto according to thy word. Uh, just follow God's word. Uh, allow God's word to, to be hid in your heart. And so these familiar verses, they've challenged my heart tonight. And I, I want to be drawn closer to the Lord. I want to spend more time in his precious word, allowing it to mold and transform my life. I want to offer my praise to an amazing God who has given us his word and, has, has, and wants a personal relationship to him. And so let, let's tonight, let's just search our hearts and let's be honest with the Lord. Let's be honest with the Lord. And, and, and uh, are we really where he would have us be? Are we really where God would have us be? And are there areas in our life that we need to bring before him? And so if so, let's be obedient to the Lord tonight and, and let's respond to him. Thank you so much for listening to this message. If you would like further information about our church, please visit moseslakebaptistchurch.com.